How do you say that? 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 Hello and welcome to today's episode of How Do You Say That, the podcast that celebrates voice actors, scripts, and individual quirks. And speaking of quirks, let me introduce my co-host and partner in crime, <laughs> Sam Boffin. Now today's fun fact about Sam is that she likes a very unusual biscuit. No custard cream for this girl. Oh no, no. she likes a brandy snap. That's very highbrow, <laughs> Sam. It's very highbrow. I like a highbrow biscuit. I, I'm the only person I know I think that actually even likes brandy snaps because they they're terrible for your teeth. <laughs> and they also melt in your tea. Yeah, they do. But I don't. Dunk. Oh, okay. Dunk. Very highbrow. (laughs) (laughs) And my co-host is Mark Rice, whose favourite flower is a daffodil. Oh, it is. And I'm really enjoying it at the moment because they're in every supermarket for a pound a bunch. It's great. Lovely. Have you got loads in the house? Yeah. It's like, I think we've got five bunches going at the moment. So, yes, all nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, we also have our special guest, who this week is Charles Nove. Hello, Charles. Hello. I have a strange relationship with daffodils, I have to tell you. Oh. Um, my childhood, I think, was scarred by a Doctor Who storyline uh, many, many years ago. I think it may even have been in black and white, uh, in which uh, whatever the bad thing was, was concealed in daffodils. Oh. And people used to go and go, oh, what a lovely daffodil. And they'd go and sniff it and the thing would leap out and oh, no. asphyxiate them. <laughs> Can I've you remember gone... which doctor it was? Might have been early John Pertwee. Interesting. Mm. They did uh, weird storylines like that. I've avoided daffodils ever since. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) Well, Charles, like me, started as a hospital radio volunteer in um, all the way back in 1976. And in 1978, he started at BBC Scotland and then moved to BBC Radio 2. He left to go freelance in 1989 and frankly hasn't looked back. He has been a promo voice, a continuity voice, a presenter and host of a whole variety of radio shows. And he's even run his own sound studios in Soho. Proof that excellent voice artists simply get better over time. Charles, (laughs) do you have a fun fact that you can share with us? I have a number, really, of of odd facts. Uh, (laughs) uh, Down the the sound line, I can tell you that, I'm probably not supposed to tell you, but I will anyway, uh, because it was a long time ago and most of the people involved are dead. Um, Not at my hand, I hasten to add. I am the voice of one run of Dalek toys. Amazing. Just on one run of the Dalek toys, it's me. Could you give us an exterminate? (laughs) Uh, Well, not in the full, because some of it is is obviously an electronic process uh, with a machine that I don't have here. Uh, But you can't just do it with the machine. There is a a particular delivery style. The Daleks have a hysterical twist up towards the end of, uh, of their sentences. So it's not just, you can't just go exterminate and leave it to the machine. Mm. That it has to be more like exterminate. Oh wow! So you have to do that little sh- that shiver at the end. Wow! Yes, yes. Oh, that's you so will oh, be amazing. Exterminated. Oh wow! Yeah, I can see that. It's a sort I of mean, hysterical I can... vibrato. How do you say that? Well, let's have a look at our first script of the show and ask, how do you say that? Now, this is something I've been working on this week, and apologies in advance. The good thing about this one, though, Charles and Sam, is that the producer actually sent me the music, so I I was up a little normally. Um, They also sent me a version of how they thought it should be done in their own American voice, because it's an American Ah. company that is coming over for a a big thing and a big award ceremony in London. Uh, It happened a few weeks ago, and they have said that we're allowed to use the script as is, uh, and I will play you the final version of uh, how it came out. But they said to me, like Saturday Night Live. 
if you uh, know that okay. show in America. So big, bold, brassy voice of God, like almost so over the top, uh, it's crazy. And when you kind of put it with the music, it doesn't sound too over the top. But when you're doing it, boy, does it feel it. Yes. Do you do much voice of God, Charles, at all? Oh, yes. Not as much <laughs> as I used to, just because there isn't quite so much of it around. Pre-financial crash, it's not a, not, not a pre-pandemic, but even mm-hmm. pre-that, the pre-financial crash, yep. uh, there was a great deal of it around. And um, I loved doing it, as, as many of us do, but uh, uh, a lot of it folded then. And then, of course, the pandemic came along and uh, even more bit the dust. Yeah, indeed. Uh, well, Sam, do you, would you like to have a go first with this um, uh, script? I will. The, the company is pronounced Sousa. Ah, by the I was way. going to ask Sousa. that. So S-U-S-E, Sousa. Yeah. Sousa, OK. Sousa Leadership Team, welcome to Sousa Can 2023 in beautiful, historic central London. Today's keynote speakers include our Chief Executive Officer, Melissa D. Donato, our Chief Customer Officer, Imran Khan, and our Chief People Officer, Catherine Harrington. We also have special guests, Thomas Kura from Bank of America, Matthew Gell from J.P. Morgan Chase & Company, and Matthew Syed, sportsman, author, and journalist, plus a talented cast and crew backstage who are here to help you lead to thrive. Great stuff. And do you know what? That would that would have been absolutely superb if they hadn't then gone, it's got to be 47 seconds in total. Oh, my God. Yeah, I never absolutely. asked that, of course. Yeah. yeah. And so it's actually so actually you will you'll you'll hear the end version is much quicker than that. Much but, quicker. Yeah. But the thing is, it, where do you breathe? Because you can breathe yeah, yeah, all yeah, over yeah, the yeah, place yeah. or you can take one big breath. And I think that was that was how I approached it. It was trying to get it through in the end i recorded with the music playing in my ears because that was the only way i could get the tempo correct for it uh, i yes. realize i'm not giving that to you so you, it's a bit of a disadvantage but look you hit all of those names brilliantly um, <laughs> Ch- charles i th- i thought that was that was pretty impressive absolutely yeah and um, the point you make about the music is a very uh, a yeah. very valid one and i think uh, it, it's a sad fact about uh, our game that um, you hardly ever get the music nowadays. So True. time's gone by before technology came along. A lot of a lot more of what you did was you know live or as live with yep. the music, and uh, it's has such an effect on the pace and timbre of your performance. It's a shame to do without. Absolutely, it's really interesting watching Ant and Dex Saturday Night Takeaway, where they have a live announcer, a live guest announcer in the back of the studio, um, and that shows just how difficult that job can be because they get people that don't normally do it for a living. But I guess I quite like a crack at that. Otherwise, I guess you two would as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's it. What was really what would be tough about that is you're absolutely right. Getting it into that 40 second yeah. bracket I think I'd have had to you're right I think I'd have taken a very deep breath at the beginning and just exactly. gone for it yeah knowing that little bit of extra Charles would you like to have a crack <laughs> uh, well uh, most certainly <clears throat> in my finest if you give me five minutes I'll crank up the echo machine for the extra drama no, <laughs> excellent <it's not. laughs> actually hang on <laughs> is it there um, oh, yeah, uh, so brilliant! Remember which send that feeds. Ah, look! Oh, oh it's yeah. there! It really Yay. is there. <laughs> Sousa leadership team, welcome to Sousa Can 2023 in beautiful, historic central London. 
Today's keynote speakers include our Chief Executive Officer, Melissa Di Donato, our Chief Customer Officer, Imran Khan, probably not that one, and our Chief People Officer, Catherine Harrington. We also have special guests, Thomas Currer from Bank of America, Matthew Gell from JP Morgan Chase & Co, and Matthew Syed, sportsman, author, and journalist. Plus a talented cast and crew backstage who are here to help you lead to thrive, baby. Talk about talk about hitting every single one. You're right; it is a different Imran Khan, um, which, well, which is quite amusing. Um, I, I think the echo added uh, everything as well. It was like that, but you managed to take that. Certainly, after we talked about it, you managed to take that pace right up. Yes, absolutely. And it was actually it was smooth as well. That was the interesting thing about that because I felt. When I was doing it, you know, you you sort of, you do feel slightly ridiculous because you're in your little sort of space, yeah. and you I mean, know I could you're visualising ridiculous this. about sitting in a soundproof room talking to yourself. I mean, this really, is true. Yes. what a job, what a job. <laughs> I mean, I have to say, I'm kind of fangirling a bit about Charles because I've listened to Charles on the radio for many, many years. So, I mean, I can't quite believe that that you came and and, and you did that for us. Um, I have to say, I think. In my delivery, when you hear it, it's uh, it, I, I was almost wild uh, with it. it <laughs> I, I think it would have been much nicer to deliver it that way. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of I, w- I want to channel more Charles in my life. <laughs> it's very difficult to uh, to gauge, isn't it? The uh, the wildness. I mean, I found it was one of my big learning curves starting off in the business was to to gauge how much is too much. Yep. Uh, and and I worked out that for my own natural uh, performance i need to go what feels like miles over the top yep before it actually sounds right for a really excited delivery yeah at british forces tv we were doing promos a lot there as well as tv continuity and they put me in charge for a short period of time of teaching the brand new people that came in what they wanted in kind of promo voice and i would say to them if you don't feel a bit silly in the booth doing it then you're probably not hard enough with it <laughs> well it, and times have really changed oh, I mean, just, just in the, yes, in the that time that maybe 20 years ago yeah. i was going to say in the time that i worked in promos it changed dramatically yeah. in terms of what they were wanting exactly. from um from voices uh, it's a lot uh, it's a lot less pushy promo now oh yeah absolutely. no more saturday night entertainment on bbc one the shape of words and the, the way you, you phrase them and deliver them, mm-hmm. uh, obviously they're not going for that style anymore, as you said, Sam. But um, if they were, the fact that they've now got to tack on and I player yes. completely blows the impact of that last line because yep, you yep. can deliver on BBC One with great impact or on yep. BBC One or whatever. Totally. But yeah. on BBC One and iPlay. And iPlay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the, unwanted yes. dribble on the end, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it is. It's, so. it's really interesting. And in fact, that that Saturday night one that you're talking about, uh, Mark, that you, you mm-hmm. mentioned, we yep. used to call it the Saturday pattern because it had a pattern Absolutely. to the way it was exactly yeah. the same every week. It just had a different, well, you know, for, for any given time, there were the same programs in it. We'd yeah. have big break. At and God knows the what. doors are falling off in the generation <laughs> game. <laughs> Yes, quite, and it was quite. it was always an identical script. Really, yep. it was just a little bit, and um, but it was and it and it had a very um, a very predictable uh, feel to it, so that the audience at home knew exactly how you were going to say. It. And in fact, as you say, that end line on the promo has a very particular rhythm to it. And you're right. Yes, that edition of BBC iPlayer ruined it. Was that script that you 
we just read just then it was mm-hmm. actually the actual script wasn't yes. it? it there was it nothing was changed about that nothing changed there because the um, producer has allowed me with the copyright to to do yeah. that and share it with you but when i say my i'll, I'll play you the finished uh, version in just a moment which i realize we haven't done on the podcast before but i've got it and they've, they've allowed it so mm. uh, might as well but for me when i when i say it was right up there i went in like this SUSE leadership team, welcome to SUSE Can 2023 in beautiful, historic central London. So it was, it was like <laughs> right up there. And actually finding where you could breathe, as yeah. you will hear in a moment, was difficult. Yeah. SUSE leadership team, welcome to SUSE Can 2023 in beautiful, historic central London. Today's keynote speakers include our Chief Executive Officer, Melissa DiDonato, our Chief Customer Officer, Imran Khan, and our Chief People Officer, Catherine Harrington. Today's special guests include Thomas Kerrer from Bank of America, Matthew Gell from J.P. Morgan Chase & Co., and Matthew Syed, sportsman, author, and journalist, plus a talented cast and crew backstage who are here to help you lead to thrive. And now, let's give a warm welcome to our Susacan hosts, the Green Dream Team, Lisa Sherwell and Mark Dandor. Yeah, yeah. And did you imagine, when you were doing it, did you imagine that massive, great room full of people? I think so, yeah, because you've yeah. got to have that kind of Saturday Night Live vibe yes. feel to it, I think. Much more fun when you're actually doing it at a, in the room at a live oh, event. Oh, yes. Oh, for Much sure. more really fun. Enjoy. Charles, do you have a favourite Voice of God venue that you've worked at in the past? I tend to remember the bizarre ones. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the big hotels in Park Lane in London, uh, always nice. Um, but uh, the, the ones that stick in my mind, I remember doing uh, Prestwick Airport uh, <laughs> in uh, Scotland, the launch, I think it was the launch of the British Aerospace 146. And uh, it was a spectacular event. They, a lot of money had been spent. A lot of arrangements had been made. Uh, I remember I arrived for that and it was freezing cold. And uh, I said, uh, where do you want me? And they said, uh, up there, pointing up this gantry. <laughs> and uh, I said, oh, right, uh, where's the you know, where's the way out there? Oh, uh, there's a ladder on the side. Oh, oh, right. Okay. So up vertical ladder, wow. you know, up all this uh, thing to join the lighting operatives and cameras and things up mm-hmm. up there. And uh, the thing that particularly sticks with me, apart from the cold, is that they just painted the floor of this thing and it was sticky. Oh, so no. <laughs> I sat down and when I came to move it, I was stuck no. to the floor oh, and frozen rigid. How do you say that? So it's worth remembering that although Mark, you just used the script that you just did was actually as it was, wasn't it? It was exactly as they delivered it. So you didn't have to change anything. But the other script that we're using, Charles's script that's coming up, in fact, uh, is a real script. And we've sort of changed some of the words in it, I think, to um, avoid copyright issues, things like that. Yes, so Charles, tell us about this. It looks like a corporate one, this one. (laughs) How did you guess? Yes, Uh, it is actually, um, it's for an awards ceremony, um, not performed live. This was for a a, a video introducing the uh, the winners or the nominees in various categories. Right. We all face these, of course. You you get uh, odd bits of terminology that make you go, what? Yeah. (laughs) What's that? And it very much helps to understand. It's not completely essential. It's, it's only about 99% essential that you understand the words you're reading. That's one of our last advantages over the AI uh, vocal option. True. If we do actually understand the sense of what we're trying to deliver. Yes. I, I must admit, I looked up one word 
there was uh, that which is the that glue lamb i did look up to to think i didn't know what it was i've actually done a corporate with that in it before so i knew what that was yeah <laughs> it's amazing what you learn isn't it in these uh, in these things and of course uh, this contributes to my theory that um one of the most dangerous things in a crisis, uh, in a true crisis, is a bunch of voiceovers, uh, because we all sound authoritative as if we know what we're doing, but yep. we're completely useless. So don't worry, there is no cause for alarm. Yes, there is. Panic. <laughs> there is no cause for alarm. <laughs> Which of us would you like to get to have a bash first? Uh, well, I think Sam is definitely the one for the job. Excellent. Really? <laughs> oh, I'm so happy that I'm the first. <laughs> okay. This major reuse project championed the use of mass timber in the commercial sector to create an adaptive space which is responsive to the needs of the end users. A lightweight CLT and glue lamb structure has been used to extend the existing concrete frame, increasing the building from two to six storeys and adding 60,000 square foot. Around 70% of the original structure was retained and the new timber extensions store over 400 tonnes of biogenic carbon. It's quite dry, isn't it? Isn't quite, it? Quite dry and technical. Did I make it sound a bit dry and technical? No, 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 no. I don't mean you made it sound that way. I'm just saying the script is a bit dry this and technical. You, it this is. This is when you don't want a producer saying, do you know, it sounds a bit dry and technical. Could you put more romance into it? Yes, I could sex it up a bit, probably, <laughs> if I wanted to, but I'd, I, I'd be... I was loath to do too much because there is there, it could get a bit sing-songy, couldn't it? It could get a bit... Yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I just kind of... I suppose I could have a bit of fun with it. Well, we have got the wild card section coming up, so you never know, Sam. You never <laughs> yeah, know. <you're> right. <laughs> Shall I have a go at this one? Go for it. I'll bet you a bucket of glue lamb it goes well. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> this major reuse project championed the use of mass timber in the commercial sector to create an adaptive space which is responsive to the needs of end users. A lightweight CLT and glue lamb structure has been used to extend the existing concrete frame, increasing the building from two to six storeys and adding 60,000 square feet. Around 70% of the original structure was retained and the new timber extensions store over 400 tonnes of biogenic carbon. Uh, it went very well. <laughs> that was great. The, yeah, it, again, you're, you're, you're much tougher than I am, I think, on it anyway, just generally. I don't think I was as tough as that. I need to toughen up a bit, I suspect, with things like this. I'm fascinated to hear how the uh, beautiful voice of Charles Nova did it, though. Can I do it as Ian McCaskill, the late weatherman? <laughs> oh, my God, oh, please do. Major reuse project championed the use of mass timber in the commercial sector to create an adaptive space which is responsive to the needs of the end users. That is brilliant. I would like to hear how you actually did it, though. <laughs> this major reuse project championed the use of mass timber in the commercial sector to create an adaptive space which is responsive to the needs of the end users. A lightweight CLT and glue lamb structure has been used to extend the existing concrete frame, increasing the building from two to six storeys and adding 60,000 square feet. Around 70% of the original structure was retained and the new timber extensions store over 400 tonnes of biogenic carbon. Nice. I could genuinely see what kind of video was playing showing me the building being made. Yeah, that was very... And now that was a kind of, very... of a brick. 
<laughs> yes. And when you were doing, going back to what you said earlier, Charles, where you sort of said you have to go really over the top in your mind, you have to really push it. Did did, did you have to do that with that to make that no, feel that's, as perky no, as it that's did? Just no, a, that's just a sort of slightly um, formalised version of natural me. What we were saying about dry, dry script, it didn't feel dry. And no. I guess that's what they want us to do with it. That is, that's what we bring to it, isn't it? It's yep. that, uh, as, as we often refer to it, uh, lifting the words off the page. Yep. I know that there are quite a lot of scriptwriters beginning to listen to the podcast, and I think that shows the scriptwriters what we can do in different ways. Yeah, and thinking a lot about the, uh, you know, the oncoming threat of AI voices and so on, mm-hmm. with enough effort, you can probably program an AI voice to do all that. But potentially, how much effort do you really want to put into that when the human artist would probably yeah. have accomplished it and gone on the bus home by now? Yes, it's. I think it's a lot more complex, that whole idea of being able to... Uh, it's not just pushing a button and getting, a, getting no. an AI voice out there. There's yeah. an awful lot of um, choreographing of it, if you like, and, and, and creating this wonderful thing. Much easier to get a voice in, quite frankly. And yeah. have two or three different reads for it if your producer is kind of umming and ahhing. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a great point. You know, that, that sometimes the, the read that the producer had in mind on the way in uh, mm. and the read that you may have had on... <laughs> in mind on the way and you know they may be completely different and out of uh, the whole thing working together you may come up with yes. a third way or a fourth way yes exactly yep. yes how many times have we been surprised pleasantly very pleasantly surprised oh my goodness i didn't know they would bring that to it that's amazing i love that more than yep. i had thought of you know it in my mind yeah i think that's a really good point and that's what experienced voices bring us well here's the moment that we love sam and charles <laughs> it's the wild card section Let's see if we can approach these scripts in a completely different way, shall we? <laughs> yes. uh, okay. Charles, can you pick one of the scripts? It doesn't matter which one, and give Sam a oh, how shall we put it? New motivation. I think I thought about. I think I thought thought about a needy squirrel. Yes, a needy squirrel. A needy, oh, squirrel. A needy and anxious squirrel. Okay, which one? On the Your first script one. Or the the on first, first one. one. <gasps> oh, Gosh, that's even more things. difficult. <laughs> Sousa leadership team. Welcome to Sousa Can 2023 in beautiful, historic central London. Today's keynote speakers include our Chief Executive Officer, Melissa DiDonato, our Chief Custom Officer, Imran Khan, and our Chief People Officer, Catherine Harrington. We also have special guests, Thomas Kerr from Bank of America, Matthew Gow from J.P. Morgan Chase & Company, and Matthew Syed. Sportsman, author, and journalist. Well done. Well, well I mean, I'm going to stop you there. That was a great. I mean, that was exactly a perfection squirrel. Yes, beautiful <laughs> in every which way. You can tell that you spent a long time at CBBC. <laughs> too much time. Too much time. You didn't have your hand up one of the uh, creatures, did you? <laughs> Let's hope not. Well, not often. You know, only 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 a Friday night. It's just filth. So, would one of you like to choose one of the scripts and a style for me to have a go at? So, um, I would love you to read the second one mm-hmm. in the style of ooh, Sherlock Holmes. Oh, okay. With a pipe. With a pipe, definitely. Definitely with a pipe. I think I will lead in by uh, 
Ah, Watson, the game's afoot. This major reuse project championed the use of mass timber in the commercial sector to create an adaptive space which is responsive to the needs of the end users. A lightweight CLT and glue lamb structure has been used ah, to extend the existing concrete frame, increasing the building from two to six storeys and adding 60,000 square feet. Around 70% of the original structure was retained, and the new timber extensions store over 400 tonnes of biogenic carbon. Good Lord, Watson. <laughs> the game's afoot. <laughs> Sounded like homes to me. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we think of one between us for uh, Charles, Sam? Oh, definitely. <laughs> what, were you, what were you thinking? I was thinking science fiction. But which script do you reckon? Well, I think let's do the first one, science fiction. <laughs> they came from another world. Sousa leadership team. Welcome to Sousa Can 2023 in beautiful, historic central London. Or it would have been if it had not been evaporated in the great attack of 2023. Therefore, there is no requirement for today's keynote speakers, <laughs> who would have been our chief executive officer, Melissa DiDonato, and our chief people officer, Catherine Harrington, who no longer has any people to worry about. <laughs> brilliant, Charles, brilliant. Or and evaporated. I think it proves time and time again, you give someone a wild card and actually you get a completely different read from what can be quite a dry script. You just get a completely different yeah. feel. Well, and also getting into it, both you and Charles, both of you used a way in. Yep. You you kind of grounded yourself in a way and then, then kind of went with it. I find that the easiest way of doing that. And yep. that's certainly what I what I advise to people if they ask me how to get into a character. I suspect that, that, that you would advise people that way as well, Charles, would you? Yes. And um, sometimes the, the, the value of... You know, a, a, a lead-in that you voice but but will not be used. Yeah. For example, those dreadful scripts that start with a, a bold question, ever been in love, for example. That's <laughs> yes. a lot easier to deliver if you go, have you ever been in love? Yes, yeah, absolutely. As long as yeah, you yeah. leave the edit pause, nobody should, should complain. Yeah, yeah. You can even do it with an emote. You know, you can even get yourself there with yeah. just a simple... <gasps> Or a, you know, or a... <laughs> Where are you trying to get yourself? <laughs> well, <laughs> do you know the sort of things I like to voice, Charles? No. <laughs> Whereas my emote is usually... Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh, <perfect>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, or that one. Absolutely. How do you say that? And, of course, we also really want to hear your take on some of these scripts. We do. So they are all in the show notes. And if you would like to have a try at any of them, and you can do a wild card yourself, Absolutely. or you can do it straight, <laughs> of course, then send it through on an MP3 to podcast at britishvoiceover.co.uk and then we can pick one or two to play in an upcoming episode. Yes, and on that note, we've got an email from voiceover Ken Pike this week who said he'd listened to the first three episodes of HDYST as we like to write it on a bit of paper. How do you say that? And it was a, quote, breath of fresh air to have an all British version of this sort of podcast. Thank you so much, Ken. We appreciate that. 
Yes, yes, thank you, Ken. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Um, although I'm outraged that there are other versions of this podcast out <laughs> Not there. Not as good as this, obviously. Languages. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously, obviously. <laughs> but, uh, and thank you. You also sent us an IVR read. Mm. So, um, and it's always lovely to get MP3s in our inbox. So here, Ken Pike, what a great name that is. Here, Ken Pike, is your IVR read. Thank you very much. Welcome to the social group of companies. Calls are being recorded for monitoring purposes. For emergency repairs, please call Damien on 0743 2133 630. For Simon Johnston in electrics, press 3. For accounts and rent queries, press 4. Or for all other enquiries, press 5. To hear these options again, press the star key. Oh, amazing. And as well as your MP3s, if you've got any voiceover questions that you'd like answers to, you can send your question for future episodes also to podcast at britishvoiceover.co.uk. Yes, yes, yes. And we have a question for this week. And the question is, do you stand or sit when you do your voiceovers? And does it really matter? Are you standing or sitting, Charles? Uh, right now, sitting. But uh, I I, I I do both. Um, depends what I'm trying to do. Versatile. If I am trying to do a um, dynamic character performance, I will definitely be standing. Mm-hmm. If sure. I want to do um, solemn, super sensible, I'll be sitting. I have to beware, personally, I have to beware of sitting when I should be standing because it puts me into a particular mode. Sure. Uh, yep. Of sober and sensible, mm-hmm. uh, as distinct from pissed and falling over. And um, <laughs> posture has such an effect. I mean, there's a physical effect, for example, yeah. of constriction of neck and chest, yep. uh, which change the sound. Um, and I know if I need to do casual, it helps me a lot to slouch. Outside, if you go outside to an outside studio, unless you're doing a character part, usually the studio is set up for you to sit. I've yes, found. it is, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. If, if you I'm should doing... never be afraid. I've always told you never be afraid to uh, to ask them to change it. Yeah. Uh, because it's your performance. I've said to so many people over the years as well, you know, if, if you have uh, done a take of something that the production has said, oh, yeah, that's great, thanks. But you know that it wasn't quite right or it wasn't your best or you've got a better one. Yeah. Make them do another one because the law of sod has a part to play in this that take that you did that you know isn't quite your best that will turn out to be the long runner that goes on all media forever (laughs) and every time you hear the bloody thing you'll go oh (laughs) i did that the other day actually i was doing an advert and i i thought i want to stand for this i'm gonna i'm gonna be too slouchy if i sit and, uh, and they, they sort of had to change it. But it doesn't take long to change a studio, to be honest. It doesn't take no, much no, to, to lift a mic. Quite. Um, but yeah, never be afraid to ask. You're absolutely right. I stand most of the time. Certainly in my booth, I've, I've got it set up to stand. I can sit with it. Whereas when I used to be on the radio, I always used to sit because, I mean, it's, it's Charles, it's more personal talking to one person, isn't it? Yes, and it is. Yeah. Yeah, about. Yeah. Talking to one person, mm-hmm. um, some people, some people actually like to, uh, you know, to visualise the one person. I don't, but uh, but I, I do very much bear in mind that it is a one-to-one thing. Charles, it has been fascinating to talk to you, and thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Remember, all of Charles's details can be found in the show notes, and we will listen to you in the mornings. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. The five a.m. alarm is not oh, that oh, far away. Oh dear, <laughs> not so nice. Thank you so much. It's been really good of you.
And of course, we will also be putting today's scripts in the show notes so you can have a read yourself. So please have a go and send them through to podcast at britishvoiceover.co.uk. We would love to hear what you do with them. Yes, and of course, it's the same email address for your VO questions too. Yes, please like and subscribe to the podcast. Tell your voiceover friends and reshare our Facebook posts about it. All of that kind of thing. Okay, and that's it for this week. But of course, we'll be back next week with more (laughs) scripts and another voiceover guest when we'll be asking... How do you say, say that? that? Shall we try it again? <laughs> we can try it again. Would you Let's like to try it again? <laughs> Let's have the emphasis on the word say this time, shall we? Okay. When we'll be asking... How, how do, you do you say, say that? that? <laughs> how do you say that?